You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hey, welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I'd like to introduce you to the lovely and talented and brilliant Amanda McEwen. You're still on the McEwen, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I've actually been telling people your real name because she's been holding out on us. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. what's going on, girl? Uh, I haven't even told you this yet, but I, something very sad happened this week. What? I had too much dessert. It actually t- happened. Too much dessert? I Were th- you on a sugar high or what? It just was too much. I worked at a convention and they just had the <laughs> catering was amazing. And they would come out every afternoon with the dessert carts. And there were about three options each day and then sometimes twice a day. And I always ate one of each. And then sometimes I ate more than one of each. And it's a good problem when too much dessert shows up. But I, I never thought it was possible. And the reason I thought to mention it here is because last time we noticed that we bring up chocolate cake quite a bit on this podcast. It's the best. And there was no chocolate cake this week, but there was, oh, it was, everything was so good. Do you know what's been going on around here at the studio that's been a big problem for me with dessert lately? What's that? My husband does these awesome Costco runs <laughs> and gets great snacks for our voiceover studio. And I um, found those really perfectly uh, frosted little animal uh, cookie. You know what I'm talking about? I They're remember like the, animal those, cookies. That's like childhood They're memory. like pink and white, and uh-huh, they have like those little sprinkle balls on them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I used to love those when I was a kid. But I didn't realize how much I needed those in my mm-hmm. life. But the animal crackers, not so much. Those yeah. were just misleading. They were just boring, plain crackers Super shaped boring. like animals. Super but the boring. circus animals. Yeah. Or the animal cookies. They're animal yeah, cookies. And they're pink and white, which are my two well. favorite colors. And they're delicious. But they only put like six of them in a bag. So then I eat like four <laughs> bags of cookies. I told Brent last night, we were here doing a voiceover workshop. And I was like, Brent, stop. Don't allow me to have any more cookies. Don't even allow it. And he goes, he found like a little tear off piece of the bag. And he's like, (laughs) I have evidence. I knew you were eating these. And I was like, she's been caught. Guilty as charged. Well, you know what? We'll just this. So this coming week, you just will have to cut back on your dessert to balance Mm -hmm. it out. Because it's always about balance. Mm -hmm. Yes. But today we are talking about the value of time. And I think when people think about value, they're usually thinking in terms of money and cost. Mm. That's an important part of it, but our time, your time as as a person, even if you're not a business owner, your time is meaningful. It's valuable. It, it's sort of another commodity that you have. It's your mm-hmm. time because just like money, if you put your time towards one thing, it it's now at that thing. You can't, you know, there's a lot of people who think multitasking isn't even a thing because you can't really do two things at once. It's true. So it's, you know, a little bit misleading, but um, that learning to value your time, it's almost like learning to value your worth. And it's the same thing with money as it is with time. And I, it's been coming up a lot recently with entrepreneurs and freelancers and just people in general. It seems to be a topic that is coming across my plate a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I teach a rates quoting and billing class for the voice actor studio. And we talk about that a lot, about mm-hmm. not undervaluing yourself, being yeah. able to say no to a job that's not worth your value, mm-hmm. deciding when, you know, your time is more important, all of those things. Absolutely. And that has become such a big thing because, you know, people and a lot of people, especially starting out in business, are scared to charge money. Mm-hmm. You know that your services are valuable. You know that your time is valuable, but there's sort of that fear in the back of your head. Well, if I charge too much, I'm I'm not going to get enough business. And the mistake that people make a lot is they charge too little. Mm -hmm. That does two things. One, now it makes it hard for you to actually make money because you've set the standard low. And so now that client that you gave the super big deal to, they're going to expect you to work for that low rate now indefinitely. Yeah. It's hard to, once you've established a rate with a client, it's really hard to bring the the rate up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even have clients that I've been voicing for for years 
And here it is six, seven years later, and I'm working on a new project with them. And, you know, maybe I raised my rate by, you know, $100 or something Mm -hmm. seven years later. And they're like, (gasps) you know, (laughs) why? And and, and it's, you know, it's it's hard sometimes for people to understand. But, yes, Mm -hmm. that's a really good point. And the other thing that happens is if you – charge too little, you're actually hurting the entire industry mm-hmm. because that, you know, everyone who's in competition with you, even if it's not direct competition, like there's sure. a general sort of industry standard in a lot of cases, sometimes those rates fluctuate and they're, you know, it's, it's a little mm-hmm. bit project by project, but there's still a certain <clears throat> sort of standard. Or and a if, range that is, mm-hmm. you know, expected or not expected, but I would say a range that is most common right. for different types of businesses. Mm-hmm. And if you go in with a lower rate, and some people use that as a strategy and they think I'll undercut the competition and then I'll get all the work. But again, now you're working twice as much for the same price because the other person, if you would have stayed true to what you should charge, you could have done half the work for the same amount of money. Like it's- Sometimes it's about working smarter, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, I think being able to say no to low rates and say no mm-hmm. to those, um, those types of relationships because there are going to be times where, you know, someone's going to say, hey, can you do this project for me? And it's really maybe on the bottom end of the rate that you would uh, consider. And you're uh, you're on the fence about doing it. It feels kind of, here I go, hashtag icky. icky. You feel kind of icky about it. You're like, I don't know. The truth is, usually the people who are willing to pay you the least are going to work you the most. Every time. Every time. Every it's time. It's a weird thing the, how that works. The and people who are paying full rate are the easiest. They're the most enjoyable pleasant. to work with. Yes. And their expectations are, they're high, but they want, they, they know what they want. They mm-hmm. know that you are great at what you do. You get together, you you knock the project out, and it's like there's this amazing energy and respect and professionalism that goes along with that. But for me, as a voice actor, especially earlier on in my voiceover career, you know, I would take on jobs that, ah, oh, my gut told me, man, I don't know, this this seems like a low rate, and this mm-hmm. person, I'm getting weird vibes. This is going to be one of those those really picky clients. It ends up taking you three, four, five, ten times the amount of time and headache mm-hmm. and and there you go and the low rate. So is it yeah. worth it? You know, you could have spent that time, that same amount of time differently. You could have uh, you know, been working on, you know, marketing yourself for mm-hmm. a stronger relationship. You could have used that same time, you know, to do less projects, but mm-hmm. better quality projects, right? So a lot of things to think about and to consider. Yeah, it definitely. Sorry, I just sort of lost my train of no, thought. You're I, fine. I was listening to you talk and I was so interested in what you were saying that I lost I uh, lost did my I own. did I captivate you, yes. Amanda McEwen? I was captivated by my Well, you bones. know, I was just trying to, <laughs> you know, hypnotize you with my with With my words she's got this sort of tie-dyed looking retro sweatshirt on that i really like maybe that's what it was speaking speaking of time oh uh, i'm wearing this today and i'm wearing my hat today uh because i didn't have time (laughs) (laughs) today to have a very zen shower and to blow dry my hair and to really, you know, I wanted to look my best for our podcast today, but I was like, how can I look my best the fastest? So I opted for my favorite hat that I've had for over 15 years and my favorite comfy tie-dyed sweatshirt. And uh, sometimes when you're a business owner, you simply (laughs) don't have time to take a shower and it comes with the territory. I think feel like that's a part of time also. So if you see Melissa running around town with a hat on, maybe keep a little more that's, space between that's you because she didn't shower that day. Hat day equals uh, <laughs> Melissa Motes is, you know, running running tight on the time. So that's right. Hey, I do so, my best. I don't know why. Like, why do you think it's so hard for people to say no? Because it's part of what I was thinking about when you were talking before is when I decided to leave my 10-year job and go, you know, into working for myself full-time, 
a lot of people, I mean, I got a lot of advice from a lot of different people and it, it was really interesting, but a lot of people said, just take whatever job comes your way. And I, it, it kind of, and it, the people who told me that it was kind of surprising because I was like, thought mm, you wouldn't take any job that comes your way. And there have been times, you know, and I still kind of wonder about that because I wasn't trying to just make as much money as possible doing whatever. I'm, I'm trying to build a proper business and build relationships. Yeah. Relationships are kind of the key <clears throat> in, in everything that I do. I would rather have that smaller group of really good, really loyal, respectful clients than just to have a mishmash. And not that there's wrong with the mishmash. Sure. I just like saying mishmash. Mishmash kind of is fun. a great word. Yeah. But, hashtag, you know, it's... Hashtag mishmash. Hashtag mishmash. <laughs> but, it, you know, it was just a decision that I made yeah. for me. And I... I I love saying no. I'm, it sounds weird, but it's there's yeah. sort of a liberation that comes from saying, you know, I believe in myself enough that I don't have to take your job. If you're not going to value my time, right? it's, it's fine. You find somebody else who's willing to do that. Big part of why I left that job after 10 years is I was not valued at all. Yeah. I mean, I've given everything to make sure a company was doing as well as possible. And some key players left. And then, you know, I was just made promises that, like, oh, we're going to give you this promotion and this thing. And, and none of it ever happened. And I just, a switch went off. It's like, okay. So, you had a, enough is enough. And yeah. you know that you knew your worth and you knew that you trusted yourself and your instincts enough mm -hmm. to be able to you know, nurture the relationships you had and, and build new ones. Mm -hmm. And I think it's an interesting thing. I think when you're newer in business ownership and you're getting things started, uh, it's really scary to say no. Mm -hmm. And it's also really hard, I think, to gauge what you should be saying no to and what you should be saying yes to because it's you, you have not had a lot of experience yet. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of go through some of those growing situations. Did you just crack? I don't know if that came through the microphone. Like I just moved and my knee made a very strange sound. So. Do you need like an oil can? Are you Maybe. like the tin man? Click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, hopefully my joint popping doesn't it is, come through the microphone. But It is it, the desert. You know, it yeah, is dry out It's true. <laughs> As you, everybody knows, like the older you get, the more your bones creak. So it's, you know, yeah. it comes with the territory. It goes, it comes, it goes along with our, our uh, theme of time. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But, but I think when you're a newer business owner, um, you know, or, or starting out freelance lifestyle, you have to go through those, um, those experiences to kind of learn, to kind of get your instincts, um, finely tuned so that you know, oh, I remember when this happened last time and I mm -hmm. felt this way and my my instincts were guiding me that this might not be a great uh, thing to say yes to and I got burned or it cost me a ton of time and it wasn't worth the trouble, et cetera. So once it's happened to you a time or two, you get used to what that feels like mm -hmm. and, and you get those red flags and those 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 cues. So I think... I think that as you build your business and as you build relationships and as you grow, um, co that confidence, you know, definitely comes with the territory. And then you get a little bit more comfortable with the first time you say no or you mm -hmm. turn down a job. I, I remember the first time I turned down a voiceover job. It felt weird yeah. and it felt like, am I crazy that I'm not doing this? But for me, I remembered this particular person was a nightmare to work with. <laughs> and I don't know that there was, an, there was not even enough money in the world in that moment to pay me yes. to, to deal with it, you know? Um, but I said no, but it was empowering in that moment to mm -hmm. say, wow, I felt like I really, not only did I say no to that person, I said yes to me, right. you know? That was what I was really doing was saying, hey, Melissa Motes, I love you, mm -hmm. and you are going to take that time and energy and do something else with it. That sounds like some so. good self-care there. Hey, a little self-care <laughs> yeah. goes a long way. A little, little call back to episode two. Heck yeah. <laughs> but what do you think? And I can tell you're getting sparky. I'm seeing well, I'm, sparks in your eyes. I'm very passionate about this topic because I see it not just with business owners, but I see it with people. I see it with, sadly, more with women than anything. Mm -hmm. This, you know, being apologetic about asking for what you're worth. And I don't, I mean, it makes me sad because 
I think everybody's time is valuable. Absolutely. And different people, I mean, we all offer different <laughs> services. Those services come with a different price point. But in, you know, when it comes to time, time, time is time. And I, you know, I do, I have some clients that I do trade with. And, you know, what I usually present as trade, it's hours for hours. It's not the value, you know, what you would charge for this service compared to what I would charge for this service. Because in that case, you know, there is a relationship already. And I don't ever want to go at somebody and say, well, my time is more valuable than yours. But I also don't want you to think that your time is more valuable than mine. Absolutely. Even if there's a huge, you know, disparity in, is that, is that the right word? Disparity? Even if there's a big difference in yeah. in prices, yeah. I think to me that's what I feel best about is in this moment we're we're doing a trade. I'm helping you, you're helping me. Absolutely. So we're gonna just do hours for hours. So you know if if you know my the photographer that I used for my marketing photos, mm-hmm. you know he he's a brilliant photographer. I never actually got a, a dollar amount from him, but I know he charges a lot of money for what he does. He's great at it. And he's actually somebody who, you know, since I met him, he's always said to me, you know what, I'm not the cheap guy in town. And he stands by that. He will not take jobs that aren't worth it. Not to say that he won't budge sure. or that there's no flexibility. Well, he's, he's saying I am a, um, I'm offering a premium product and a premium mm-hmm. service. And, you know, that's one of the ways you set yourself apart as a business owner is saying, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's the mindset of quality and then there's the mindset of quantity. And sometimes there's that overlap. Like for me, um, I, I know I use my personal experiences a lot as examples. It's just because it, it, it they're easy call, call outs for me. Um, but as a voice actor, there'll be times where I have a specific rate I charge for mm-hmm. a specific uh, type, let's say a, 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 a voiceover for a local TV commercial. You know, I have a set rate for that. But if I am approached by someone who says, hey, I've got a hundred of these right. local TV spots that I need produced, are you willing to work out a special rate for me um, because it's a volume thing? Volume. Yep. Then of course I'm going to definitely entertain you know what their budget is and, and work with that. I think that's that's wise. Uh, that's a smart business mm-hmm. move. But I think that um, you do want to provide a quality service, a quality product, and charge you know what you should be charging. Um, but there'll always be those opportunities that'll come up where you look at it and you have to see if it makes sense and see also how it makes you feel. And if you're new at business, you know, reach out to people who have more experience than you and bounce mm-hmm. things off of them and say, hey, this is an opportunity that's before me and I'm I'm negotiating this rate and this is the amount of time it might take me or this is how it's going to be applied. What do you think? And, you know, I'm a big believer in paying it forward and mm-hmm. tons of voice actors or other people in our in my industry have asked me for my help or my opinion and you know, that it helps. It helps. And, and I've had other people guide me when I was newer. So just a little, you know, food for thought or whatever. But even you and I've even done that. With, I mean, even with different businesses, like not necessarily having to do with voiceover, but just yeah. you've said, hey, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this situation. What do you think? And we just kind of walk through it and, and kind of brainstorm on it mm-hmm. and see what makes sense. Yeah. And I, I remember back <clears throat> even when you were a client of mine, you know, and that's where, again, these relationships come into play. Like you might make an exception for a volume account like that. And yes, sometimes you make exceptions for people that have already built sort of that trust. Yeah. You know, you've worked with a client for a long time. They normally pay you full rates. You know, if they come to you and ask for a deal, they just don't have it in the budget. It's, you know, it's, it is important to remember that not everybody who asks you for a deal is trying to pull one over on you. For sure. You know, a lot of times the way the budgets work, sometimes they just don't have it. Um, but it's, it's, you know, sort of recognizing the difference in that. Yeah. And I think when someone approaches you and they're asking you for a price break in a certain situation and you're negotiating it, I mean, we talk about this in rates, quoting and billing. It's one of those things where you can definitely say if, if it is someone you feel good about and you want to build a relationship with, you can certainly say to them, Hey, I would love to work out this deal with you. And I realize you have a tighter budget this time. 
maybe on our next project, you can, you know, try to find a little bit more in the budget for me. And, you know, things balance out. And I have had clients that truly, they were on a tighter budget this time. They worked with me on another project and they're like, hey, we added a little something extra to it to just kind of for last time. And that's always nice Mm -hmm. when when people remember. Um, But I think also if the, the theme is always someone looking for a deal. Yes. We do, and we do mention if you do a special price. I was just going to mention the bonus tip. Do you? Uh, yeah. Bonus tip. Why don't you tell the bonus tip? Because this is one of my favorite bonus tips, and we talk uh, a lot about this at the uh, at the rates quoting and billing mm-hmm. class we teach. What I always tell people is if you decide that the right move for you is to offer that discount or to work with your client, that's great. That's helping build the relationship. But when you invoice for that job, make sure it's noted, you know, send them the invoice that lists your full rate, your proper amount of what you would charge, and then a separate line item that shows the discount. And that way they remember, because sometimes they just remember the most recent job. So they're not looking at it and like, well, last time you did it for $200 cheaper. Right there, you have sort of a record that's right, but that was a special discount. It's just one of those things. It's a lot, a lot of this valuing your time has to do with education too. And not in the reading and learning about it so much as politely explaining to your client or your friends and family or whoever it might be why your time is valuable. And that's another thing that has come up a lot in the last week is that it's, again, it's that fear of asking for what you're worth. And one specific example is there was somebody who, you know, uh, was working with the client. Everything that the client needed, she could do remotely, and that was her preference. But the client really wanted the in-person, just she worked better with the person there. So she asked me, like, you know, do you think it's okay if I charge a travel fee? I said, well, absolutely. And she was really sort of nervous about it. And to me, the explanation was, you know, just sort of, politely explain to your client why the time matters. And it's, you know, I, I, I always charge a higher rate. I tell clients, you know, if you want me to go somewhere, my rate is higher. And trying to explain that to people sometimes, there gets a little bit taken aback. And it's, for me, because I work mo- more productively at home, the way I've set up my schedule Your whole is, process of everything you've got going on, and mm-hmm. it's more efficient for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you want me to go somewhere, have to put on pants. We talk about this a lot, but there is a, the element of being a little more presentable, you know, because yeah. I'm going to work with a client. That's a pain in the ass fee. It, exactly. <laughs> we called it a, a PETA fee, a, yeah. a place I used to work. We would sort of tack that on. <laughs> I love that. The PETA fee. But, yeah. you know, it, it does take time to get a little more presentable. Yeah. The drive time, which, you know, could be half an hour each way. Yep. The time that, you know, like especially if it's a long day, you have to go somewhere to eat lunch mm-hmm. and come back. Where if I'm working from home, I just go into the kitchen and I make it and I can get right back to it. It takes a lot of extra time. And that time, I can't build anybody else. And the other thing is when I'm sitting there, if I'm at a place with you, say I'll use you as the example, Mm -hmm. if you say, Amanda, I need you to come to the studio and work from there, that means for that however many hours, I'm entirely focused on your work where when I'm at home, I prioritize. So I am hopping from project to project, but if you're paying me to be there in person, I'm focused on you and that's great. But it, it's a thing called opportunity cost, which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to go too much in detail, but it's a big thing that you learn in business in general. It's kind of the price of doing one thing costs you the opportunity to do something else. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, so I've had some people and, you know, I, I've come to this a few times where there are people who want help and they want like a good solid person and they ask me to do it and I'm honored. But what they're really looking for is an assistant. And there's nothing wrong with being an assistant, but I don't find that a good value for my time doing admin work, you know, and what I charge for what I do, it doesn't make sense for the person who needs the general admin work. So I always sort of explain, I think you're great. I want to work with you. I want to help you, but I have a minimum rate that makes sense for me. And so I can do this for you, but I don't think it's smart use of your money because you could hire somebody much cheaper to do it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, you know, it's just, I'm not fulfilled. I don't want to drive somewhere to go sit in an office and do admin work. I feel like I already did that. Mm-hmm. It's not, 
yeah, it's just not enjoyable to me. And that it probably matters more than the money of it. But it's, you know, people sometimes, sometimes they get a little insulted, but, and it's hard for me not to get insulted. It's like, you don't understand what I do. Right. And, and it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's educating the people that mm-hmm. uh, are wanting to work with you on what it is you do and mm-hmm. why you're, you know, why you're valuable. And, um, I think too, it's got to be careful, not you, but we all have to be careful not to take, um, someone's not understanding or them not being clear on what you do too to personally, mm-hmm. because sometimes they, they just don't know. So it's a, it's a matter of, I always say educate rather than, um, you know, take offense oh, yeah. and, and be, you know, <gasps> you know, real, you know, reacting to that because like an example in the voiceover world, is if someone who's wanting to hire a voice actor for something throws out a really low rate, sometimes they just don't know. They don't know better. They don't know, speaking of time, they think, well, how long does it take to stand up in front of a microphone and read this script? That only takes, what, a couple minutes. Why should I be paying you thousands of dollars for that? Or even better, because they think, well, it's just a 30-second commercial, so you're only there for 30 seconds. It takes a lot more than 30 seconds to record a voiceover. Absolutely. Just just throwing that out there. It takes 60 seconds. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Melissa doesn't do anything that requires more than one minute of her time. Right? No. That's her level of value. (laughs) Exactly. No, but it's one of those things where um, it's just educating. It's educating people who are hiring you and people who are wanting to work with you mm-hmm. and not taking it personally. I think, you know, coming at it in a really solution-oriented mindset and saying, hey, you know, you might not know this, but actually the way that I, I get paid as a voice actor, it's not only um, the time that I spend in front of the mic doing the actual work, it's how that voiceover is being used. Is it broadcast or non-broadcast? And how long is it going to run for? And you know, the list goes on depending on the type of project. And a lot of people are surprised by that. They had mm-hmm. no idea. Yeah. And so again, it's instead of me getting angry or putting any emotion into it, it's just more like, hey, no worries. Let me explain to you mm-hmm. how this works. And it actually will get you further as a business owner and you can build a better relationship with someone and then want to work with you more I think when you come at it from a more positive, solution-oriented oh, approach. Always. In everything that we do. Hey. But it, it's education yeah. and it's communication. And yep. we talked about that before. Yes. But it is that a lot of times, and, and people are quick to get defensive, but it yeah. really, most of the time I would even say, at least I hope, that most of the time it's not meant as any sort of personal attack or even it's not meant to undervalue you. It's not meant. Sure. It's just they don't and give know. them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if I'm winking right now, <laughs> even if, you know, maybe they're trying whatever, just mm-hmm. come at it with, you know, being fresh and, and positive and spirited and say, because at the end of the day, it's your business. It's your baby. The, you, you are your business. Your business is you. It's, it's, it's you know, it's synonymous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things where the way that I, I feel about my, my voiceover business or the voice actor studio or any of the things that I'm doing, our podcast now, mm-hmm. it's all so important to me. It's so important to me because it is such a reflection of, of me and who I am as a person. And it's such a big, massive part of my brand. It's like, if people know me to be true to my word and easy to work with, and um, that I come at everything with positivity and stuff, that becomes your reputation. And then your follow through. Do you follow through? Do you say, do you do what you say you're going to do? And um, I think if if you take all that stuff seriously and you really care about the people you're working with and you really want to serve them and serve others, um, that's the key to all of it. And um, people will then really value your time and it becomes this really beautiful mutual respect Mm -hmm. of time and value and the service you provide. And that makes for a really like lasting, long, awesome Mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. So the the, coffee just kicked in. It's like things are rolling now. Melissa (laughs) Moats is alive. No, go ahead. I love it. But that that girl who was asking about charging the travel fee, that's really what happened. It's like just communicate with your client, explain why you're going to charge extra, and 
if she's rational, she should understand it because she's a human also. And maybe, you know, because she's on salary at her job or whatever it might be, she doesn't think in those terms because she gets paid by the day, you know, commute time there and back. It's not a, it's not a consideration. It's just part of the day to day. You have a different situation. And she had a conversation with her client And her client said, oh, you know what? I completely understand. I'm sorry that I didn't realize that before. And they sort of came to a compromise. And that was, you know, we can stick on our same budget and let me work remotely. um, Or, you know, I'm happy to come spend some time with you in person. But I do need to add these extra fees on there. And they they came to an agreement. And nobody's feelings got hurt. It really was just about that approach. Whereas if she would have gone to that client and said, "Uh, I'm charging more because this isn't worth my time, probably not going to keep a good client that way. You can't, but you really can't build a relationship that way. It's, um, it's, you know, you're building a wall rather than building a relationship. And... Uh, on the subject of time, I had a couple of other things that were kind of popping in my head. You were sparking as you were talking about was that I example. Was I sparking or was the caffeine sparking? Maybe both of you were sparking, <laughs> which equals amazing results. Oh, um, can we, we can mean that somehow. Ooh, meme Our it. girl plus caffeine equals, equals amazing results. Amazing results. <laughs> Sparky results. Sparky. Yes. Oh. I love it. Stuff's okay. going on over here okay, with so, her too. Yeah, go. But... I'm going to jump around on a few subjects. I think that they all really relate Mm -hmm. to time. And, you know, all of us, you know, um, we all have a a finite amount of time in our day. And we all have, um, it's not just always about the time. It's also about the energy, Mm -hmm. energy output. How much energy can one put out into something in a day? You know, we, we all have the best intentions. And when you're a business owner, holy cow, you never, ever stop. Like it's, even when you're resting, you know, you're still thinking things will still pop into your head. And I, I will say, I do want to um, say that Evernote, an app <laughs> has saved my life because I do like brain dumps into yes. Evernote yeah. because stuff's always popping in my head that could help me uh, or just, oh, don't forget this or, oh, don't forget that. Or yeah. this is a cool idea all regarding business stuff or just life. So I dump it all into my Evernote. So it's there and that's mm-hmm. just a beautiful thing. And it's cloud-based. So if I lose my phone, hey. I still have it somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in a cloud. But um, anyway, but going back to time, um, it's, it's like we all want to maximize the time that we have every day. And you know, pay attention to the time of day that you do have the most energy. Maybe you're a morning person or maybe you're a night owl. I'm yeah. a morning person. Are you? Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know what I am. I, one of the, sorry, one of no, those annoying people that I wake up without an alarm and I wake up and I'm ready to go. I don't wow. drink coffee. So, and I don't even have my tea in the morning until after I've had breakfast, showered, and like gotten the day started. So, wow. you're but, the nighttime rolls around and I get a little sleepy. You're so. incredible. It's different. I'm, I think mine, mine is waves throughout the day. I'm not a morning person. I get up early though and mm-hmm. I start my day early, but it's hard for me. But but once I get going, I am pretty full throttle. But you t- know your pockets of yes, this, like maybe not right after lunch or right. <laughs> yeah. know, certain times when yeah. you're not. Not as fast moving and right. energized. So I think one thing to just kind of think about for yourself is, you know, when are you the most efficient, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you want to be really productive with your time and with your day. Um, and, you know, I, I love to think about the whole compounding effect of um, when you put, you know, energy towards something, it's like a little bit of energy towards something every single day really compounds and adds up to big results. So I don't know, just look at your, look at your day, look at your life, look at the amount of time that you have, but also really pay attention to the time of day or times of day that you have a lot of energy. So you can really like maximize and ride the wave during those, mm-hmm. those pockets, like you said. And also knowing, knowing yourself very mm-hmm. well. And yeah. when, you know, again, there is a cost mm-hmm. when it comes to that energy and, you know, spending energy in one thing might cost you in another way. I was just talking to you. I, I had a very energy sucking week this week because I was at a convention of 17,000 people and I was working, oh, is which, that meant, all? <laughs> which meant that I had to talk all day long, 
which I, I know this is a podcast and I'm talking, but in general, just being around people and just, it was that buzz, that energy all around me because there's a lot of activity going on and that it was, it was a lot. I mean, I love the, those convention jobs. They're fun because I get to see a lot of cool stuff, but by the end of it, I'm pretty drained. I'm, I'm emotionally wiped. And one of the events um, that was part of this, uh, this conference was great. There was a free Killers concert uh, here. And everybody knows I love concerts. I opted not to go. Yeah. And the other people on my crew didn't understand that, but you love concerts and it's free and there's so much food there and there's all this cool stuff. And it all sounded great. But for me, after a 10 hour day of all of this already, I knew that if I would have gone there, my energy would have been zapped. And the next day I would have been struggling. Mm-hmm. And so it was. So it's about forecasting. It's about it forecasting how you're using your energy mm-hmm. too and, yeah. and banking it mm-hmm. and using it accordingly. And, and that's good. And it, it also came, the time came into play. And sometimes the value of time doesn't work the way you want it to, because it means giving up something fun to do something that you need to do. And there was some stuff I needed to do for this very podcast to sort of get things going. And it was this podcast I'm really excited about. And it was, I sort of had this inner conversation as I I think a lot of us do. I've already seen the killers a few times in concert. So, you know, I could go and just be zonked. Can well, I you were being zonked. Zonked, zonked is great. And I could have done that or I could have gone home, used what energy I had left that day towards the stuff we had to do for the podcast and then feel better tomorrow. And yeah. I'm really, I'm glad, you know, I heard everybody's stories from the show and how much fun it was. And I'm glad everybody had a great time, but I know I made the right decision for, for me you and for my time. Yep. So. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, it's on you. Mm-hmm. And you know, and maybe sometimes you make the decision to go see that concert and you know you've got a lot of other stuff coming up and you quote unquote pay the price and and you muddle through the next mm-hmm. day. I mean, we've all been there, but um but you just it's it's that comes back to quality and efficiency and productivity mm-hmm. and when you're a business owner, it's it's on you. At the end of the day, it's like it comes down to the decisions you make. Um, are going to be a reflection on on how how b- your business runs, you know, and and yeah. and how it grows, and um, that's good stuff. Well, here's one that popped into my head. It's been a very tiring week, I think, on both our sides. We both have been, you know, kind of burning the candle at both ends. And <coughs> excuse me, I know for me, um, I've been trying really hard to. Um, find balance between being a full-time voice actor and then I'm super passionate about the voice actor studio and all of the students that, you know, I mentor and we mentor as a team. Um, But, oh my goodness, you know, our studio is growing and we're getting more and more people, you know, coming, coming over here to check things out. And some people come to the studio just as a hobby or a creative outlet or for fun. Other people are really serious about it becoming an income stream for them. Um, Everyone has a different goal. But um, one of the things that is interesting to me is I get a lot of emails like, hey, let's just get together and have a cup of coffee so I can pick your brain. Uh I'm air quoting right now for our listeners, pick your brain about voiceover or so I can just pick your brain about whatever. I get a lot of the, can I just pick your brain about some business stuff? Yeah. And I like that. It's very nice that people reach out. And I mean, I'm a Mm -hmm. people lover. I love everyone. But but, uh, there are only so many hours in the day and I can't say yes to every single person who asks me for a coffee date. And it's it's getting easy for me to say no right. to that now. And but sometimes, you know, it, especially when you're running a business and you get paid for these services, you have to stop offering them for free. Not to say that you're not going to help people out. Sure. I answer business questions all the time to people. Yes. I know I'm not going to say, oh, you want to ask me one question? You have to book an hour session with me. Like, of but, course. you know, if that one question happens through a series of 12 emails once a day for, you know, 12 days, at that point I have to say, you know, I'm, I really want to help you out, but this is actually what I get paid for. You know, so I I need you to book the time. And that way I can stay focused and we can cover everything that you want to talk in whatever amount of time you choose to book. But it's, and it's not, 
I never want people to think, oh, you're too busy for me or I have to schedule your time. But you, you, boundaries. sometimes you have boundaries. It's sometimes boundaries and to. expectations. And, you know, it's gotten to a point with me, it, again, I, I, I always write these emails very lovingly because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered and I'm touched that someone referred me or someone heard about the studio or someone, you know, heard that I was a good person to, to, to a trusted person to share some of my knowledge, you know, with them. And they just are like, Hey, I'd like to get to know you. I'd like to meet you. I'd like to ask you some questions or I'd like to pick your brain. That's all great. But I think just, I wanted to bring up this topic because, um, I've gotten to a point where, I mean, even today Mm -hmm. I wrote a canned response, Amanda and I, put our heads together and she said, Hey, Melissa, you are getting, we are getting, because you're a big part of, you know, helping me with the, um, the, the emails and things, uh, for the voice actor studio. Amanda's like, we're getting a lot of people asking, you know, can you just, can I pick your brain about voiceover? We need to come up with a way to respond to this in a really nice way, but you know, so I don't have to bug you every time. And well, and also, you don't have time to write. This is, I'm a big fan of the canned emails or templates or whatever. Templates you want to call are them. great because a lot of us find ourselves writing the same sort of message. So I'm a big fan. If you find yourself typing the same things out repeatedly, create a, a template. template. Adjust the parts that you need to, but save yourself some time. Yep, efficiency. No, we'll call that bonus tip number two. That is bonus tip number two. That's a really good one. But and templates are are amazing, and you can customize them and tailor them to different situations. But I'm telling you, I I it was it was actually like a load lifted off my shoulders today when I was writing this, and I was writing it as though I was writing it to one person. It actually was to one person who had inquired recently about getting together for a little time. And I said, Hey, you know, I am so thankful that you reached out. It's so nice um, that you want to talk to me about, you know, voice acting and I'd love to help you. And then I made a couple of recommendations of to check out our intro, you know, workshop because I'm always there and I would love to meet them personally. And if they, you know, if that didn't work for them to, to reach out to us, Mm -hmm. to schedule some time, to, to formally schedule some time together, because I just don't have a lot of extra spare time. And the truth is, you know, I, I also, I mean, I, I really value my my time with my family and with my husband. And it's like when I'm giving up a coffee date with my husband, I want to make sure that if I'm going to meet up with a, a really close girlfriend or another family member or something, I want to give the best of me mm-hmm. to my my family and the people I love so dearly, you know. Right. And that um, time is really valuable. To that you. time is really valuable, and to, them, you know? and to them. As a matter of fact, the biggest gift you can give someone of yourself is your, is your time. It is. I mean, it's yeah. priceless. It right. really is. So there's something to be said for that as well. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I know we're you know kind of jumping around on a few different subjects, but I think templates are awesome. I think saying no is okay. I think just be, be kind and, you know, I don't want to say explain yourself. Like you have to go into this big, long, you know, explanation, but I think in a general sense, just say, you know, I want to give my best to everyone that I'm working with and in my life. And, um, you know, this is what works for me and just make that clear. Yeah. And I do, you know, I understand when you're going to business with somebody, you want to get to know them before you're giving them money. Yeah. And there's certain times when it makes sense. And I I always do, you know, I do like free 15 minute consult calls for one time. It's that, you know, you're not sure about me. You've seen whatever you've seen out there, but let's, let's chat because I I don't want to take your money without, because I want to make sure that the vibe is right for me too. You know, it kind of goes both ways. I know some people are fine with just taking the money, but for me, because I'm very selective, I want to work with people whose values align with my own. Mm -hmm. And that's the motivating force. And, you know, I I tend to read people fairly well. Sometimes I'm wrong. It happens. But for the most part, I, I get a pretty good sense of who somebody is pretty quickly. And I think a lot of people have that. So spending 15 minutes on the phone, you're going to know pretty quickly, like, I, I like this person. I don't like this person. You know, I think that he or she is going to do the work 
or you know, this person sounds like they just want a quick answer and or a quick, quick solution. I want to make money super fast. What, what can I do in 10 minutes that's going to get me there? I don't have that answer for you. I just yeah. don't. Um, and sometimes people get really pushy and aggressive too. And, mm-hmm. and when you tell them that you don't have time right. or, you know, you, you are expressing your boundaries and your expectations and they're pushing mm-hmm. hard, um, sometimes you just got to Yeah. I mean, you have to stand by it because Mm -hmm. if you don't value your own time, nobody else is going to value it either. And like we said before, you know, earlier in this episode, even sometimes people don't realize that they're undervaluing your time. And I know, like, you know, when you talk about those one-on-one sessions, even the ones you have with your students, you made an effort um, late last year. It was around holiday season and you knew that you were going to have all that holiday work. You made a decision because you felt that driving all the way to the studio and spending an hour with the students, even though you loved seeing them, you also knew that it was taking a lot of time to drive back and forth. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of chit chat that happened and you decided to get very focused. And there's a a theme in business or an idea that a lot of people are doing that's to save time. It's can you accomplish, and I'm probably getting the numbers wrong and Brent's not with us today to fact check for me, but it's somewhere in the nature of, can you do your 60 minute meeting in 40 minutes? Can you do it in 20 minutes? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of that time, is really spent with small talk, the chit chat. And that's great when there's time for it. But if you just get in and you get super focused, sometimes you can get through the same amount of material in a fraction of the time and create, in a sense, more time for yourself and that other person. So you decided not to do in-person hour-long sessions. You said, I'm going to do 30-minute sessions by phone only. Yeah. And, and it was a great decision too, I'll you say. You feel better about it. Oh, I do. The students have been fine. There, you know, there was a little curiosity, like, well, you know, because everybody wants to see you in person because your smiling face Thank and you. radiating positivity. No. And I love to but, see everybody too. I mean, but, I'm nothing better than being able to give everybody right. a big old hug and say hi and all that good stuff. But these people are building their own businesses now too. And the more they do, the they're starting, they're understanding it and like, oh, I need to, you know, this is extra time. This saves me money too. I do a lot of sessions via Skype for that reason. It's, you know, it, and it's most people are like, oh, that's great. We don't have to go. Like, what really is the difference? Because mm-hmm. if you need to see the person, it's fine. You can still see me. I'm still here. But it doesn't, yeah. you know, some people are more productive in person and I yeah. respect that. Yeah. Um, but again, my in-person costs more. Yeah. And I, I, I do sometimes feel a little bit weird about that. I feel, is that ego driven? Is that arrogant? But it's, no, it's just what's right for I me. I think it's what's right for you. And I think it's experience and I think it's efficient. And mm-hmm. for me, going back to the example you were just sharing about with that change I made, literally I was looking at it I was so torn and I remembered Mm -hmm. thinking, I want to serve my voiceover clients and be available for them. And many of my jobs are very quick turns, very Mm -hmm. tight. And then I also want to serve my students um, who are at a certain place in their, you know, their journey and I'm mentoring them and they do need some of that one-on-one time with me. But I thought, how can I be solution-minded mm-hmm. here and how can I approach this like, okay, I want to be available and um, right here in my studio, but I want to be able to give these students that one-on-one time that they are so, you know, hungry for and, and they definitely do want and need. Um, and I thought, well, if I could be on the phone with them and literally no dilly-dallying, no, hey, how are you? Right. The weather's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's your cat? You know, blah, blah, you know, just whatever. You care how my cat is. I do care how your cat is. <laughs> don't act like you don't care how they're doing. I'm kidding. I care. I, I had to throw that I do there. care. It's true. But if you and I are doing a, a 30-minute right. phone session, no. I don't I'll care about how your cat is. Li- no. I'll follow up later. Yeah. But I, I, I send her photos every once in a while so she knows. She does. Fine. So cute. <laughs> she can look at it when she has time. Right? Exactly. But it's one of those things, too, where um, I literally get on the phone and I say, hi. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. So do you have your scripts ready? And then we just jump right in. And again, it's just being efficient with the time. And you, you talked just now about serving. 
Mm. And that, I mean, it's really all of this ties in with the Womanpreneur podcast because I, and I remember <laughs> there was a moment when, because a lot of times, a lot of times people will tell you, you know, you need to focus on one thing. You can't do all the things. We all want to do a lot of things. You can't do them all. That's not bad advice. Melissa and I are not good at taking that advice. Melissa and I both believe that we can do all the things and we'll find a way to do all the things. And we do. Um, sometimes maybe overcommit a little bit, but we're pretty aware of it. Mm-hmm. But this podcast, it it is time consuming in the sense that we have to make the time to record these episodes, to get them edited, to get everything done that needs to be done. The website, the social media, all of that stuff. The writing content. And we're not getting you know. paid for any, we're paying money to other people to help us with this. And we're offering it for free. And that's because we, we want to serve people. And it's, th- and this inspire. time is worth it for us because, you know, it, it allows us, it gives us the platform to serve more people than we can. I love the one-on-one sessions. Those are great, but there's only so many time, so many time, there's only so much time in the day. You can only serve so many people one-on-one in person, but what we're hoping to do, and I think we're doing so far, I think we're, we're getting we are doing, we are doing, this, you know, but it's, we want to serve you and we want to give, you are giving us your time in listening to these episodes. And some of them are, and, you know, an hour long. And, and we're, we and we're appreciative that. because we realized that especially early on, we were pretty awkward. <laughs> I, I mean, I still think that we're pretty awkward. But you know, we're we've got our We're flow. medium awkward. We're medium, medium awkward, awkward now. Yeah. We were and, we were super awkward. <laughs> but, so we get a little less awkward. You know, but like I always say though, I mean I'm an awkward person, so it's never going to go away entirely. But I do feel more comfortable now. I think we're really getting our flow and I, yeah. I'm feeling great. I actually look forward to coming, you know, t- together on Friday afternoons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like usually our target time. Yeah. Um and Again, we schedule. That was that's oh, some yes. really good advice too about time. Is do all the things. I disagree with pick one thing and be super focused. It's not practical. Right. It's just not practical because not if you want to do a lot of things. Right. It's not practical if you want to do a lot of things. <laughs> and sometimes you just and, want to do all the things. And most people that I know have a lot of passions yes. and a lot of interests and a lot of dreams and, and mm-hmm. aspirations and things they want to do. And you and I both are the kind of um, cheerleaders and and friends that say, do all the things. But a really great piece of advice I was given from someone who was a lot busier than I was maybe 10 years ago said to me, hey, if you want to do something and it's important to you, schedule it. Schedule it, schedule it, schedule it. Block it out on your calendar as though nothing else can go in its place and make it a very, you know, um, huge priority. And for me, it was something as simple as, you know, oh, I I never have time to go to Pilates Mm -hmm. or I never have time to, um, you know, just go have a coffee date or a Friday afternoon, walk through the mall and just look at pink, cute dresses that I want to buy. I know that's like your worst nightmare, but I really enjoy it. Um, I like to grab a Starbucks and walk around the mall and look at stuff. I go to the actual mall, M-A-L-L. That's the 80s, 90s girl in me that I don't just shop online. I like to go see stuff. I know it sounds terrible to you. Online shopping has been, it saves me so much time. Because I don't have to go to somewhere and get the things. The things show up on my doorstep. Anything that I want, it just comes to me, and I love that. There are things that I will order online, for sure. But, I mean, for me, if I can – I just like the experience of just walking around and saying hi to people and just saying hi to some cute little old lady or little old man. (laughs) How are you? I like to small talk. It's just Mm -hmm. fun. I like to get out and be around people. But um, schedule it. literally put it on your schedule, everything and block out the time. One of the best pieces of advice Mm -hmm. that I've ever gotten. And that's how you do all the things. And And it helps you stay accountable, which we talked about in our accountability episode. Yes. Yes. And you, I think too, that when you're making your schedule and you're honoring your schedule and the things that you block out, Mm -hmm. you really, your priorities come so clear to you. And, um, then you become clearer on 
all the things, right. you can whittle it down a bit more when you are honoring that. Yeah. So anyway. Their scheduling part, I mean, scheduling in general, I'm, I'm sure at some point when time and efficiency, there will probably be a whole other topic on that. But yeah. It, it is important. And there are a few things that are just in a recurring on my calendar, on my mm -hmm. phone, no end date. One of them is our block of time for podcast recording every Friday. And Melissa and I know that there are going to be times, and there have been times, sure. when our schedules don't align. A project's going to come up for one or both of us. We can't make that time work. We try to find an alternate date when that happens. And sometimes we have to skip a week, and it's kind of sad, but yeah. it happens. Or pick a different day during mm -hmm. that week if we can. The, the other things that are in my schedule... Pilates. And that is four days a week, four different time slots that I put in my calendar as a recurring because it's very important to me. Like mm -hmm. this week, because I was on that job, Tuesday and Thursday, I didn't get to go. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm going to turn away work and all sorts of things because I want to go to Pilates one day. It'll still be there for me. But and I do the same thing when it comes, because I value my friend's time, it's a big thing that comes to me. Like my job is very all over the place. Things happen a lot at the last minute. Sometimes it makes scheduling very difficult. However, you know, I explain, I educate and communicate. And there is this, there sort of the level is like, look, I have this commitment to you. It means a lot to me. We have plans and there's a difference. If our plan is to just go grab dinner and catch up, I'm going to ask if it's okay if we can move that. I got offered this job, be a really great job for me to have. Can we reschedule and not just like cancel, but let's put another date on the books. Mm -hmm. Can we reschedule? People are always, I, I can't recall a time a friend of mine has ever said, no, you must honor this dinner. We must have this now. However, if somebody spent money, if we have tickets to a concert or an event, that to me is different because you've been planning on that. You put time into that and I mm. respect that. And I think yeah. it's, I'm not that flaky person that's going to say, the, especially if people do it to me all the time, the day of, oh, you know, I don't really want to go do this. So, and that means, you know, sometimes it's been it's a concert, you. which I can't now go to, or it means because yeah. I didn't have the tickets. Or, like there's different things. And I know how that feels when that happens to me. Sure. And that's sort of how, you know, I show others I respect and I value your time just as I don't think that my time is more I think important that's than yours. A, that's a really big one is just uh, honoring other people's time as well, you know. And People are so flaky I know. in general. I just, it's mm -hmm. a pet peeve of mine because mm -hmm. it, and it happens in business, it happens in life where mm -hmm. people just don't respect the time of others. So I, mm -hmm. I just think be mindful. Think about how you would feel in the situation. Do your best. Do your best to be mindful of other people, their time, and just follow through. Say, Do what you say. Say what you do, you know, right? Right? That makes sense. I think so. Do what you say. Say what you do. Yeah. What am I saying? Is that right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. Wow, friends. Say what you mean, mean what you say. That's what I meant. Okay. Well, we'll just say what saying you mean. a lot of things. And... I think y'all know where I'm going with this. Just yeah. follow through. Yeah. But so I had a really great time. Yes. A, a great time. I value yeah. this time with you, Melissa. I value this time with you too. <laughs> and we value this time with all of you listeners and viewers. Yes. And we, you know, there's so much we can say on this topic. Keep it going. We have our Facebook group. If you haven't joined it, it's the Womanpreneur Community Group. We keep the the conversation going there. It just works better than the actual Facebook page. Algorithms make it so you can't always see everything. But, you know, come yeah. join us in the group. You just have to answer a couple questions to get in. We want you there. We want, we want the you there. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear your yeah. tips on time. We want to hear, you know, Amanda and I, we share things that, you know, come up in our world and things that work for us or we pay it forward different advice and things that have been given to us. It's just, they're gifts that we just want to pass along, but we want to also receive your gifts and your insight and your um, just encouragement. So please, you know, send it our way and we'll share it. And uh, it's just, we want to really have a, a vibrant, helpful community of womenpreneurs yes. and men. Yeah, man. Oh, right. The, man, the womanpreneurs and, man, and the manpreneurs. And manpreneurs. Because <laughs> man we heart manpreneurs too. We happen to be womanpreneurs. So that's why it worked out for us to be called this. Um, but 
Thank you for tuning in. Anything else you want to say, Amanda McCune? No, at this point, I'm just watching to see if we do a clean ending or if we do an awkward ending. (laughs) Hold on. I want to do a really clean ending today. (laughs) It's not going to be awkward at all. I'm going to, ready? Here I go. Make sure you stop by the womanpreneurpodcast.com because it's awesome. And we really hope you enjoyed your time with us today. And we enjoyed our time with you. We enjoyed our time with you. And we're signing off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.